This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec, the podcast that keeps you updated and educated. Tech Guide, episode 566. Hello and welcome to the show. Great to be back with you once again. I had a week off last week, so thank you for rejoining me today. My name is Stephen Fennec. I'm the editor of techguide.com.au. You had a lovely week in Broome last week. That's why there was no episode. I went to visit my son who's traveling all around Australia, but we are back on deck. On this week's show, we'll wrap up the biggest announcements from the IFA Tech Trade Show in Berlin. Apple has named the date for the iPhone 15 launch, and we'll talk about what we can expect to see. And Tesla has unveiled its new-look Model 3, which has been redesigned inside and out. In the Tech Guide reviews, we're going to take a look at the new range of JBL earphones where you get to choose the form factor. Samsung has released a massive 57-inch gaming monitor, and Netgear has released the world's first unlocked mobile hotspot with both 5G millimeter wave and Wi-Fi 6E. And we'll answer all of your tech questions, of course, in the Tech Guide Help Desk. And it's all brought to you by Netgear, the company that keeps you connected, and Norton, the company that keeps you protected. Well, the IFA Tech Trade Show in Berlin, I've been there many times, didn't go this year, uh, but it it is a very well-respected tech trade show. Uh, It's probably not quite as big as CES, which is where I go every January, but this is obviously European, located in Europe, a lot of European brands there. A lot more emphasis, too, on appliances and other products as well, so a bit more appliances as well as uh, consumer electronics. But a lot of a lot of announcements. We're going to go through the top line announcements for you right now. So let's start with LG's product. They've got a product they announced at EFA called Stand By Me Go. Now, if you cast your mind back to uh, earlier this year, or it might not have been last year, they released a product, the, the original Stand By Me, and that's Stan, as in Stan, the, a man's name, S T A N By Me. And that was a product that you could, it was a 27-inch screen you could wheel around your house. So what they've done now, they've released the Stand By Me Go, which is a 27-inch display that you can take anywhere. Now, it's located, it's sold and packed into a rugged suitcase. So imagine just grabbing the suitcase, heading to the beach, heading out, heading somewhere, and you want to still enjoy your content. Maybe you might have Wi-Fi nearby, you can stream and the, the screen is right there. So you open up the case, it sort of tilts out of the of the suitcase, and you're able to then either mirror your phone or stream through Wi-Fi. So great if you're on the move. Rather than having a look at a tablet or a, or a phone, you want to watch the footy or you want to play a game or something, uh, you can do that now with the Stand By Me Go. It has the same web OS on uh, as it does, as an LG TV does. So very useful little product to take everywhere. So you're not going to be restricted to a small screen to still enjoy your content on the move. Another announcement was from Ecovax. Now Ecovax is uh, or Dbot uh, is their product, the, the robot vacuum. Ecovax Robotics is the company, but their new product, the Dbot X2 Omni, has literally changed the shape of robot vacuum cleaning. Now by that I mean. The previous models of the D-Bot were round. So it was like anyone who's got them. We've talking about, talked about them on the show many times, and they've been on reviewed on Tech Guide as well. But they are a big, big round robot. 
well now there are a, a more a square shape and that usually round robot uh, the reason they've gone to the square shape is to uh, increase the cleaning efficiency. When you think about it, when you've got corners instead of being a circle, you can actually reach into the edges and, and, and into the corner of a room easier if you have your own corner to fit in there rather than having a, a, a circular shape. Check it out on Tech Guide. It also is also quite slim too. It's only nine point five centimeters high because all the navigation. The previous models had the had the three D mapping, true mapping technology. There's like a little sensor on top of the robot. Now that's all been placed in the front of the robot, and it's using lidar. So it's it's like what they use in, in vehicles to to see what's around them. Now it's using lidar and can still find its way around very well. It's increased the suction to 8,000 PA. That's a 60%. It's got 60% more power than the previous model as well and still has that same low noise level. Uh, it also has the auto empty station. So it is it is a mop and a vacuum. It, it can not only clean the mop pads, but also empty out the dust, empty out the dirty water and replace it with clean water. So it's a hands-off experience. You don't have to touch this thing for like six weeks. So pretty good if you're short on time and still need to get all the chore cleaning done, then the EcoVax can help you out. Moving on to Belkin. Belkin have a range of charging products uh, and USB-C products. And that's important because what I'm going to talk about next is the iPhone. Uh, and Belkin's launch is timely because they have released uh, a lot of products, wireless charging products. Uh, one of them is the Belkin Belt Boost Charge three-in-one wireless charging pad. Now this has this has Qi two Qi is spelt Q I Qi two charging, which is a rumored new feature of the iPhone, the iPhone fifteen, which will allow for faster wireless charging, up to fifteen watt charging. Uh, there's also uh, on on that product there's a, there's space also to charge your Apple Watch as well. Uh, and uh, and your phone, of course. The other the other product they've announced is the the Boost Charge convertible Qi to wireless pad to stand. So this is a convertible little product. So when when you look at it, it looks like a wireless charging pad that you can. It's got MagSafe, so the iPhone magnetically attaches to it, so it it know it locks into place. So you know sometimes when you put a wireless phone on a charger, it's not quite in place. It's not charging. MagSafe grabs it, snaps it into place, and make sure it's charging. Well, with the convertible, you have that ability to make it use it like a mat. But then you open it up, press a button, and it actually uh, it, it pops in, up into a stand. So you're able then to view your iPhone uh, and angle it where you might be watching something, you might be on a FaceTime call, but you'll be charging it at the same time. So that's handy also. Uh, the other product they've announced too is the the uh, hybrid wall charger, the Boost Charge hybrid wall charger, twenty five watt plus power bank five k. So that's this is a wall charger that also has battery in it. So plug it in the wall, you can charge away. When you've unplugged it from the wall, which charges the internal battery, by the way, when it's plugged in, you can then use it as a power bank. So it's a, a great a great thing to travel with, I reckon. So I'm having one of those. I'm looking forward to getting my hands on that. A lot of USB-C charging uh, uh, on there as well uh, because 
as biggest, the worst kept secret, I think, with the iPhone 15, which we'll get to in the next segment, is that it's going to have a USB-C port. So important announcements from there. Uh, moving on to Samsung. Samsung has now moved into the their bespoke home appliances, which we have spoken about and I've written about on Tech Guide. They've now moved into the cooking range. So they've got, they've got cooktops and ovens and range hoods and dishwashers, functional and stylish, and, of course, connected. So these connect to Wi-Fi. They even use AI. So you can – like I'll give you an example. Like if you, It's got Wi-Fi connection and AI-powered – AI Pro cooking. So there's actually a camera inside the oven – so you can see wirelessly, you can tap in, log into the oven and look inside, see how it's going. But it uses AI to detect the right level of moisture and the right look of whatever you're cooking so that, you know, if you're cooking a, a cake or something, it'll know, okay, the cake should look like this. It should take this long. And it's sending, can send you notifications. You can even share a time lapse of your cook. So if you've cooked a cake and it's rising beautifully out of the out of the baking tin and you've done all this great work, that could be a bit of social media content if you can believe that. So this is part of the Samsung range. Uh, the other announcement is from JBL. JBL has announced, and we're talking also about some of their earphones later, but at IFA, they announced a range of multi-room speakers called Authentics. So... They're, these are multi-room smart speakers which offer – they've got a retro design. They've got Wi-Fi and Bluetooth, and you can also access both Alexa and Google Assistant in the same unit, if you would believe that. Hopefully my Alexa speaker is not going to say anything now. Um, yeah, there's three speakers in the range, the JBL Authentics 200, the JBL Authentics 300, and the JBL Authentics 500. Uh, the, the, the 500 – and has an Ethernet port as well. Uh, also has Dolby Atmos on board, 270 watts of power, 3.1 channel. The 300 has a 5-inch woofer, down-firing 6-inch passive base radiator. Also has a handle. That's the only one that's got a rechargeable battery. So the 300, the middle one, you can take anywhere. The 200 and the 500 are meant to be plugged in all the time, and they're meant to be act as like a multi-room smart speaker. Uh, they're going to be uh, released on October the 3rd and they're going to be priced from $499 uh, for the $200, $599.95 for the $300 and $999.95 for the $500. And uh, so, yeah, they're going to be released next month and uh, they look pretty cool too. I, I really love the retro look of the of the speakers. They've got like a grid uh, the, the speaker grill on the front is actually a callback to an older JBL speaker. It, it it's, it's, it's dr draws inspiration. JBL in the 1970s released a speaker called the L100. It's this like iconic JBL speaker. And they actually have replicated that grid pattern on the front uh, on the front of the speaker too. It's a little bit of a nod to, to that to the uh, that speaker from the 70s. So that's the, they're the main products that we've seen from from IFA, uh, and and of course once they are released uh, officially in Australia, we'll then update with pricing, and we'll also try to get hold of, re of reviews as well, review products, so we can t tell you exactly what's worth buying. But yeah, that's a, that's a wrap up of IFA. If you want to see any of those stories, there's five different stories. All those five products have a separate story. You can check it out all at techguide.com.au. Keeping you updated and educated. 
Tech Guide with Stephen Fennick. Alrighty, well, Apple has named the date for the iPhone 15 launch. Uh, we thought it was going to be this week. We thought it was going to be uh, the 5th of September. Uh, we're recording We're recording this on the 4th of September. But it's actually going to be next week. It's going to be in the US, and I'll be there. I'll be there on the ground covering it all for Tech Guide, and I'll also be on, on Channel 10, and I'll be on Sky News, and I'll, I'll be on the radio. So keep an ear out and an eye out, but also check out Tech Guide. Everything's going to be on Tech Guide also. Uh, it's going to be September 12 in the US. That's 10 a.m. start on September 12, which works out at 3 a.m. on September 13. Uh, in that's that's Sydney time. So uh, if you want to set the alarm clock, you can be watching the event live. They're going to stream it live on the website. Uh, I think also Apple TV. Uh, so you will be able to watch it. It's going to be at, held at the Steve Jobs Theatre at Apple Park. And what what will happen? I think Tim Cook will get out and introduce the whole thing, and then press play on this pre-recorded video that shows all the new products. The one, the main one being, of course, the iPhone 15. A lot of rumours and reports. We even had the dummy models, you may have heard a few months ago, about what to expect. Uh, Design-wise, slight changes to it. There's, a, I think there's a thinner bezel, so the space around the screen, the black line around the screen is much thinner. So you actually get more screen while the product, I think, is, is going to be, might even be smaller. So just a, like a couple of millimetres smaller. But uh, there's also going to be the word is that the the pro models are going to be made of titanium. They were previously made of stainless steel. Apparently, titanium is just as strong, if not stronger, but it's also lighter. So it does offer the strength and the durability without the weight. So that that's expect something from there. Uh, the the iPhone 15 Pro word is that the camera, the Pro Max camera will have a what they call a periscope lens. So inside the the iPhone is this little mechanism that is a, a periscope mechanism that allows for optical zoom. They're saying it's going to be up to 6x, so six times optical zoom, which is huge on, on, uh, on an iPhone, never been done before. But I'm thinking, yeah, this is the first time that they're going to now separate once again the Pro Max as having a slightly better camera than the Pro. For the last couple of years, the Pro and the Pro Max have been basically identical products that, are, that just have different screen sizes. I think this year they may be distinguishing them uh, using this updated camera. Another design update is the side buttons on the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max. Now, what uh, the switch on the side, which has been around since the first iPhone, is the most, basically a mute switch. Uh, that's going to be replaced by an action button. Now the action button is a programmable little button that you can you can program it to open the camera or open up a certain app or uh, perform a certain task. So it allows you to do that. the The volume keys are going to be a bit closer together, all going to be like one big rocker key there. The dynamic island, which was introduced on the 14 Pro and 14 Pro Max, this is the small opening on the screen that replaced the notch. That is now going to be across the board on all iPhones, iPhone, even the iPhone 15, the iPhone 15 Plus, which will both have two lens cameras, and also, of course, they'll stay on the iPhone 15 Pro and 15 Pro Max. Not sure if emergency SOS is going to be included on the 15s. I think they are, and actually it will, it will be because it was on the 14 and the 14 Plus. So, yeah, across the board, emergency SOS as well. And so they're, they're the main char – and I mentioned in the previous segment too that the charging port 
No more lightning. It's going to be USB-C. This is the first iPhone that will not have a lightning port. Uh, first for, I think they introduced it with the iPhone 5, I think was the lightning. Well, it might have been the 4. Uh, I it was the 5. It was a lightning port because before that it had the 30-pin connector. So it's it's been a long time with lightning. But we're moving on to USB-C, and this is to comply with the European Union who demand that, demanded that all smartphones have a USB-C charger for consistency so it reduces the amount of e-waste and all of that and apple decided th this wasn't due to be enforced till the end of 2024 apple has decided to dive in early and yeah even the dummies remember i had the dummies models and they all had a different shaped uh usb-c port slightly bigger than the lightning port so uh it uh it is going to be a change for some users but all the previous iphones of course if you got a 14 you still can use your lightning of course with that it's not going to change so, yeah, they're not going to take it off you and change the existing iPhones to USB-C. It's just the new ones, just the iPhone 15. So this event's going to be held the 13th, so we can expect them to be in store. Uh, so the, the 13th is a Wednesday. Uh, the following the following Wednesday is the 20th. So they could be in store uh, as early as the 22nd or 23rd, I think, is the, is the 20th is Wednesday, 21, 22. Yeah, so could be in store as early as the 22nd. Or a week later, which is a Friday, maybe the 29th of September. So uh, it will be – they don't muck around. Once once it's announced, it's it's normally a week and a half or, or two weeks before it's in store to buy. Pricing, we don't know. We suspect it's going to be slightly more expensive. There's talk that there's going to be a two-terabyte model on the, on the iPhone 15 Pro and Pro Max. So the pros, uh, pros have a one-terabyte option, which is pretty pricey. Imagine a two-terabyte option. You're probably looking closer to 3K there. But we'll have all that information. We will be on the ground in the, at the uh, Steve Jobs Theatre at, at Apple Park for the event. Other products we're expecting, the Apple Watch Series 9, Apple Watch Ultra Series 2, because remember it was a year ago when they announced the Ultra, so they could have the second version of that out there. Uh, talk maybe of an uh, updated AirPods Pro perhaps and maybe an iPad. We don't know. I, I, I think usually they, they keep the announcements to watch and iPhone for this, uh, this September event, but you never know. With Apple, you never know what you're going to get until you're on the ground. But keep an eye out on Tech Guide for that. We've also written our speculative piece. Everything we've spoken about, you can read all about that at techguide.com.au. Tesla is back in the news for a couple of reasons. The second reason is we're going to be talking about in the help desk. I'll, I'll keep my powder dry for that one. But for this segment, Tesla has unveiled the new Model 3. So the Model 3 EV has now a new look, uh, a new shape, uh, a new design. And I've got to say, it is a massive improvement on the first model. I'm re I really like this. Um, it is a... Uh, it's a bit more of a straighter, sleeker look like the previous Model 3. The current Model 3, I should say, had like a bubbly sort of look. It had no straight lines on it. It was all curves. This one, the new model, has a lot more straight lines. It looks a bit sleeker to me. It looks a bit more aggressive, uh, the design. Um, they're not going to be – you can actually order them now on the Tesla site if you want to spec up a vehicle and put your all, put deposit down. You're not going to see it, though, till January – between January and March next year. So uh, I think they're just going to probably be selling just inventory stock until the end of the year, and uh, and then they'll start pumping out the new ones uh, in early 2024. 
Um, but the the most obvious change, of course, is the the look of the vehicle. It's a bit more aerodynamic look. They reckon it's uh, that's to reduce the drag and also reduce the noise that the car makes, and also increase the range. If you think about it, you got better aerodynamics, you're going to have better range. It has new wing shaped headlights with integrated fog lamps. Uh, it also has a new tail light too. It looks uh, pretty slick. One piece that's integrated into the boot. Uh, two new paint options as well. Ultra red. And stealth grey, stealth grey. I, I had a, I think it was called moonlight silver was the colour that was basically gunmetal grey um, when I had my Tesla Model S. But um, yeah, stealth grey, ultra red. Now in the interior, plenty of changes here. Redesigned centre console, so there's more space for yourself, for the driver, and for the passenger. Uh, but there's also a new 360-degree acoustic glass technology. So that means like, it's, it's already quiet in an EV. Now, this makes it even more quiet, quite a ride thanks to the acoustic glass. Uh, there's also noise reduction thanks to the uh, suspension bushings, improved seals, and the addition of uh, sound dampening materials as well. So this is going to be blissfully quiet to drive. The interior now also incorporates ambient lighting, and you can customize that. There's more than 200 different color combinations, so you can jump in and uh, personalize that to how you like. So that, that sort of runs around the front of the dashboard, and I think to the around to the passenger and driver door as well. It's the same thing. I've got the same thing in my new Mercedes Benz. It's uh, it's pretty cool to play around with that. The rear passengers will also have an eight-inch touchscreen, and from that they can control things like the air conditioning, the entertainment from their rear seats. So that's that's pretty cool. Uh, the 15-inch touchscreen up front has also been increased. It's got increased brightness, faster responsiveness, so a faster chip in there to make it uh, slick and and fast, really smooth. Customizable user interface as well. What it's also going to introduce this is a this is something that the Model S Plaid, the car that I ordered but never got. Uh, they then they they said they're not going to make. Um, what they've done, they've eliminated all the stalks and the drive selector, and all the wheel, all the controls are now on the wheel or on the touchscreen. So if you want to indicate, you got to press a button on the wheel rather than flipping up a stalk. And if you want to change gears, it's the same thing. You got to do that either through the screen as well. And the other thing too that it took from the Model S Plaid is Smart Shift. So basically, if you park, say you park the Model S Plaid against a wall. So the nose is parked and there's a wall in front of you. When you turn the car on, it's going to automatically flip into reverse because it knows you can't go forward. So there is it automatically selects the correct driving direction instead of you having to manually choose it yourself, which is pretty cool. That'll take some getting used to, I reckon. Uh, they've also got new uh, energy-absorbing side sills. They've also fortified the battery pack as well. Uh, so that's safer. It's also uh, mounted really low in the car. So the car's got a very low center of gravity. So it's a really, uh, it, it virtually eliminates rollovers. You very see, rarely see a Tesla rollover because of the heavy battery forms the bottom of the car. So a very low center of gravity. Uh, so yeah, they're, they're the new the new models. Uh, the Model Model 3, the new Model 3 starts at 61,900 uh, plus on-road on costs. Uh, that offers a range of 513 kilometres. The Model 3 long-range model, that's 71,990. That's an extra 10,000. And that'll get you 629 kilometres of range on a full battery. That's a long way. A lot of people are surprised by that. They, they're a little bit scared about how, oh, I'm going to run out of power and I won't have to charge it. 629 Ks, that's a lot. 
So, yeah, that's uh, the Tesla Model S, new design, new interior, all the pictures, everything you need to know is at techguide.com.au. This is Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Netgear. They're Australia's number one Wi-Fi brand. If your home demands superior Wi-Fi, treat it with a masterpiece in connectivity. Bring your Wi-Fi up to speed with Orbi Wi-Fi 6E from Netgear. Orbi Wi-Fi 6E is the first and only Wi-Fi 6 quad band whole home mesh system opening an exclusive all-new 6 gigahertz superhighway that's fine-tuned to deliver unprecedented Wi-Fi speeds and smoother streaming simultaneously across the smart homes of today and tomorrow. It's Wi-Fi perfectly engineered. Wi-Fi 6E, the fastest Wi-Fi ever. Find out more at netgear.com.au forward slash best Wi-Fi. And now, a Tech Guide review with Stephen Fennec. JBL uh, have introduced a new true wireless range of earphones, and they've done it. Uh, they've done it with a bit of a difference this time because normally, what happens when a company releases a pair of earphones, they make the decision on the design, and you basically take what you're given. But what JBL has done here, they've offered three, there's three ranges of the of the earphones. There's the Live series, Tune series, and the Wave series. So Wave is the, the more affordable, Tune is slightly more expensive, and Live top of the line. So it's good, better, best. And as I said, what they normally do is the design is the design, and you you pick you whether you want to buy that or not is up to you. But what they've done, they've done something different. For each of those three ranges that I mentioned, Wave, Tune, and Live, they've not only created those different ranges, but within each range, they're also offering it in three different form factors and three different price points, of course, because Wave is $89.95, Tune is $149.95, and Live is $199.95. And the three designs... There's a bud, so this fits completely within your ear. There's also the stick close style with the tip, so the, it's got the little little stalk that hangs out of your ear. It's got a little silicon tip, and then there's also the the stick open style, so no silicon tip, still the stalk on the end, but it has an open open design. So the designs are it's up to you which form factor you would like. So you're not stuck with one choice. They give you the choice. So, for example, the Live Series, uh, that's $199.95. That has adaptive noise cancellation and six microphones to give you some really good ANC. They've got the Live Free 2, which is the Buds, Live Pro 2, which is the, the stick with the tip, and Live Flex, which is the stick open style. And they've done this for all three. You can see the grid on Tech Guide if you want to. Uh, moving down to the Tune series, that also has active noise cancellation. Not as good as the Live. This has four microphones to give you good ANC. The Tune Bud, the Tune Beam, and the Tune Flex make up that range. And then kicking it off at $89.95. So this is really good value sound. JBL, uh, which is owned by Harman, they have iconic, good, great sound. They're, they're, they're normally uh, very popular in the market, can give you a lot of bang for your buck, and the Wave series proves that. So for $89.95, the Wave Bud, uh, they've got the Wave Beam, 
and the Wave Flex, eighty nine ninety five. So you're looking for value and good sound, you're going to get that from 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 the Wave series. Now, buds are ergonomically designed to fit in completely in your ears, as I mentioned. The stick with a tip that's got a smaller bud and a short stalk, silicon tip that fits your ear, and these are closed stick, which means the sound is more contained within the earbud to, to offer better sound. Now, the other one is the open type stick, and that is open so that it prevents prevents pressure building up inside and really offers a more natural sound. So it's a bit more, yeah, a bit more natural. That's how I can describe it. Open style means a lot of other people will be able to hear your music. Closed is it's it's directed just to you. So they're your choices, and I, I applaud the fact that JBL have really got JBL have got the customers in mind here with this announcement, so that you're in charge of the form factor you'd prefer, uh, and also gives you that good, better, best selection. So you can't you can't go wrong. The true wireless range. If you want to check out the whole grid, I've got it all on Tech Guide. You can check it all out for yourself and see pictures of each of the form factors, so you can choose for yourself what you want. So, yeah, check it out, the JBL earphones in three ranges and three different form factors for each one. Check it out at techguide.com.au. Now, I've got to say, I love a big screen. I love a big monitor. And I thought 49 inches was big for a gaming monitor. Well, Samsung has gone to the next level. They've just released the new 57-inch Odyssey Neo G9 gaming monitor. This is a monster. 57-inch curved display. It's the world's first dual UHD display. So it actually has the resolution of two... 32-inch 4K displayed side-by-side. That's why it's called dual UHD. It's got the 1000R curvature, so the biggest curve you can get. 32 by 9 screen, which, as I said, is as wide as two 32-inch monitors. And it is the first DUHD, that's dual ultra-high definition. So you across the one side of this screen to the other, and it's a long way from one to the other. You're getting this pin-sharp picture quality, wide wraparound field of view. So you can just imagine a gamer on this where you're in the middle and this is wrapping around you. So the the games will – it's so immersive, gives you uh, perhaps the competitive advantage if you're playing online as well, but really does have all the bells and whistles. Uh, I'll tell you the price of it a little bit later. It, uh, it's not cheap. But it does have Samsung's quantum matrix technology. So it's got the quantum mini LED backlighting, similar to their TVs, for more. So it gives you a smaller and more discrete dimming zones. And the result of that is better contrast, reduced blooming. Uh, the Visa display HDR 1000, which combines with the 1000 nit peak brightness. So you're getting really accurate color and beautiful contrast as well. For gaming, the realism is enhanced too thanks to the 240 hertz refresh rate. It's got a one millisecond gray to gray response time. AMD FreeSync Premium Pro on board as well. So lag free, roll off top to bottom. Uh, has the Visa certified display port, so uh, along with the HDMI 2.1 and a USB hub. So gamers can then connect all their devices through the monitor. That's really smart. And look, having so much screen real estate, it is not just for gaming. If you want to use it as a workstation, then you're able to uh, to 
spread out all your work. You've got 57 inches of space, for God's sake. You can put everything out there and nothing will overlap. Every window that you've got is right there. So it's a beauty. It's a it's massive and it ain't cheap. It's 3199 bucks. Let's call it 3200 Probably more expensive than a, a TV, but for, it's got all the latest tech, all the bells and whistles, and of course, it's 57 inches, so it's big. Worth worth a look. If you're a serious gamer, then this is a serious monitor for you to consider, and it's a monster. 57 inches. Uh, I'm looking forward to getting myself in front of this thing to play some games and uh, review it, but if you want to see it for yourself, I've written about it, and there's pictures at techguide.com.au. One of our great sponsors, of course, Netgears, has been a sponsor of the Tech Guide podcast forever, and uh, they have a new product. It's the world's first mobile hotspot, unlocked mobile hotspot, to offer 5G millimeter wave and Wi-Fi 6E in the same unit. Now, why is this important? 5G millimeter wave, it's got normal sub-6 compatibility, which is your generic, your basic 5G that you'll find in 95% of places. But it also has compatibility with with millimeter wave. Now, millimeter wave is has a shorter range, but higher speeds and higher capacity. So it's ideal for crowded areas like your airports and stadiums and train stations and places like that, where you can get really fast five G connections. We're talking capable of speeds of eight gigabits up to eight gigabits per second. That's obviously in ideal conditions, but if you're getting anywhere near that, even half that, you're going to be happy. Now, the M6 Pro takes its place alongside the M6, which I've written about on Tech Guide as well. Uh, and it, it it had support for 5G millimeter wave. It didn't have Wi-Fi 6E. With the Pro, the M6 Pro, it's got it all. It's got Wi-Fi 6E and 5G millimeter wave. So wireless performance, even in those crowded areas that I mentioned, airports, train stations, CBD, you are going to get a stunningly fast internet connection to be able to stay productive, do all your work you need to do, do everything, upload, download, whatever you need to do. Now, the M2 Pro is portable, of course, and has secure Wi-Fi connections. You can also link up to 32 devices behind a built-in firewall. So say you're you're at a, a site and there's people that need to connect to the internet, they use that hotspot just like you would, up to 32 devices enjoying that, that sort of speed. But it can also provide video streaming, Zoom calls, online gaming, large file uploads and downloads wherever you want. And of course, having 5G millimeter wave includes uh, benefits like extreme capacity, ultra-high throughput, and really ultra-low latency as well. But it can also be used at home. So it's it's an ideal, say you're, you're, uh, you can use it in your house, you might not have an NBN connection, you might have a, you might have a holiday house that doesn't have a permanent uh, home broadband connection, you can take the M6 Pro. And that's there's your broadband connection, keep you connected super fast. Uh, you can also provide Wi-Fi coverage to up to 90 square meters. So say you take this to your holiday house, plug it in, you might have a modem down there, you can then create a wireless, a, a, a wider Wi-Fi range if you just want to keep it smaller, just let the, uh, the hotspot itself power up to 32 devices. But there is the possibility of you enjoying wider coverage if you plug it into the 2.5 gigabits per second Ethernet port on your existing Wi-Fi router 
then you can make the M6's network even bigger. Under the hood is the Qualcomm Snapdragon SDX65 mobile platform. So that offers improved processing power and power efficiency as well. The onboard battery can run for up to 13 hours. So that's that's more than a whole day, a a huge, a full day's work uh, while you're being connected the whole time. It is priced at $1,299. It's available now in Australia and New Zealand or on netgear.com. The model number is the MR6550, the M6 Pro mobile router. If it had wings, it would would fly because it's so fast. 5G millimeter wave and Wi-Fi 6E. Go big, go home. If uh, if you have the need for speed, all the cliches, if you have the need for speed, the M6 Pro is exactly what you need. If you want to take a closer look, do yourself a favour, head over to techguide.com.au. You're listening to Tech Guide with Stephen Fennec. The Tech Guide podcast is proudly supported by Norton. They're the company that can keep you and your family safe online. It's a new year and our digital generation continues to see a rise in cybercrime and data breaches. Don't leave your devices without protection or your personal information open to exposure. It's time to have a plan to keep your devices and personal information protected. Save your time and money should the unthinkable happen and your devices are at risk to cyber threats like malware, ransomware or viruses or your personal information being exposed to cyber criminals looking to trade your details on the dark web. Introducing Norton 360 Platinum with device security, a VPN for online privacy, parental controls and identity protection with dedicated restoration support and dark web monitoring. You have a comprehensive plan in place to help ensure your information stays in private. It's peace of mind for your devices and your identity. With Norton 360 Platinum, if you become a victim of identity theft, you'll have access to their dedicated identity restoration specialists to help you address your identity theft claim and help you resolve it. Norton 360 Platinum is available now at Harvey Norman, JB Hi-Fi, or online at au.norton.com. All your tech questions answered. This is the Tech Guide Help Desk. The Tech Guide Help Desk brought to you by our good friends at Belkin. We spoke earlier about Belkin's new MagSafe and USB-C products, but they have a range of other accessories, earphones, cables, anything you need for your computer, your your phone, anything you want, belkin.com forward slash AU. Now, I thought I'd talk about the other Tesla announcement, and this is, uh, it, it does qualify, I think, for a help desk, help desk segment because it's all about helping other electric car drivers, not just Tesla drivers. Now, what's happened? Tesla has opened up its supercharger network to non-Tesla vehicles. So the range, uh, the the supercharger network, which has thirty, which has sorry, sixty-three sites around the country. So each site has multiple chargers. There are sixty-three of them around Australia, and what Tesla has done. They've now offered 30 of the 63 supercharger sites can now be used by EVs from other manufacturers. Until last week, Tesla chargers would only work exclusively with Teslas. So Tesla says this has always been the plan. It was the mission to open up its wide network of chargers to make it more attractive to drive an electric car. 
So this is their kind of community service here where they're offering their facilities to non-Tesla drivers because let's face it, there's a lot of you guys, a lot of uh, potential EV drivers that are on the fence. They're a little bit anxious about the range. They're worried they can won't be able to charge their car on the go. And, and all these charges, by the way, have all been placed on uh, on very um, popular highways and expressways that are very commonly used and does now offer that peace of mind knowing that if you are going to drive from Sydney to Brisbane, you do have access to not only the other brand of chargers, but also now the Tesla superchargers. So they are located along those major freeways and also near amenities, so near cafes and restaurants and other places where you can grab a coffee or a meal or a snack or whatever you want to do while your car is charging. Now, how long does it take? The supercharger can add up to 275 kilometres of range to your EV in just 15 minutes. So by the time you get a coffee, go to the toilet, grab a snack, and you're back at your car, then you've added another 275 to 300 kilometres of range, and you can keep going. So, uh, yeah, I think big news for all EVs, and I'm happy about this too because I've recently switched from Tesla to back to Mercedes-Benz EV, and I can now have a look at the and at using the Tesla charge the superchargers now. Now the the sites where they're located are all listed on Tech Guide. There's 30 of them and as I said 63 sites in total, 30 now off open to everyone. There are there will be I'm sure other sites that do open up to non-Tesla drivers as well. The they are located in every state. We're talking ACT, South Australia, uh, New South Wales, uh, Queensland, Victoria, uh, and Western Australia. So uh, they're, they're located everywhere. Uh, Northern Territory is not included in there. I don't think there's any superchargers in the Northern Territory, but if you you probably need a four-wheel drive if you're in the NT or even the top of WA. I was in Broome last week and every car was a four-wheel drive. It's, it's four-wheel drive. It's four-wheel drive or go home because there are some places where you do need to go off-road sometimes. You want to drive on the beach. Here's my tip. Well, I went to Broome, as I said, visiting my son's travelling around Australia, him and his girlfriend. They've been in Broome for the last few months, and they're going to be there for another month, so we took the, took the chance to go visit. And one of the things you have to do is watch the sunset on Cable Beach. And my son's got this big tricked-out Toyota Hilux, and he drove us down on the beach, you know, open, you know, put out a table with a cheese board and drinks and then pulled out a barbie and we had a barbecue on the beach. It was absolutely brilliant. And while we're watching the sun go down and the camels go by, it is a really nice spot. If you haven't been to Broome, highly recommend you going. Uh, but not too many uh, not too many EVs up there. Uh, but the rest of the country where the major freeways are and where most people are buying their electric vehicles or they live in the major capital cities, they're able to travel around and have the the access to the Tesla superchargers at their disposal. The full list of all the chargers available, the superchargers that are available now to non-Tesla EVs, and instructions if you want to, uh, to to charge your car at the Tesla supercharger. You need to download the Tesla app to do that, and there is instructions on exactly what you need to do. So, uh, yeah, big, big shot in the arm for EVs.
And that is our show for this week. Uh, thank you for joining us again after our week off last week. We're happy that you uh, that you stuck around to the end of the show. Anything that we've spoken about uh, is all on Tech Guide. So if you want to find out a little bit more about anything we've spoken about, head over to techguide.com.au. And feel free to get in touch too. We love hearing from you and we do get back to everyone. Info at techguide.com.au or it'll be easier if you just click the Ask Stephen icon on the right-hand side of the page. And that will open up a form, which will end up in, as an email in my inbox. And I will get back to you ASAP. We want to give a special thanks, too, to our great sponsors, Netgear, the brand you can trust for all your Wi-Fi needs, and also Norton, the company that keeps you, your family, and your devices safe online. Thank you once again for listening. We'll be back with another show next week. So until then, stay safe and stay connected. 